The Spirit of Compassion, Part 2. There's so much to tell. This encounter was very complex and involved. I still find it hard to explain and so have broken it down into portions that are more easily digestible as I focus on one major theme at a time. For this series, the focus will be on my interaction with Spirit of Compassion and his affiliate, Anthony William, as it took place at the movie star's house. I will continue in subsequent episodes to refer back to this specific point in time because it was an incredible celestial event in which I wholly and physically pierced the veil and found myself in a higher vibrational plane of existence with higher dimension celestial beings. Perhaps it was a conglomeration of cosmic factors made up of earthly ley lines, human thin spaces, and the folding of time and space to make ends meet and cause necessary chain reactions through my remaining timeline and those whom I interact with or influence. I was still there and could see and hear what was happening in the house but was on a different plane of existence with spirit and was focused on those interactions which seemed to take place in a space where time didn't matter. Either way, I disappeared from our physical plane of existence for about two hours, the specifics of which I will refer to in subsequent episodes. The housekeeper was surprised to see me walk out of the entertainment room and ask her how much longer until Kate would be available for the interview. She had checked in on me and thought I had left and was shocked to see me reappear in the house, coming out of a room she thought had been empty for hours. I was confused by her confusion and her shocked reaction and exhausted from my celestial encounters. I still didn't really have a grasp of everything that had happened and was apparently still happening to me. I was in a strange headspace. It felt like I was in a limbo in which I kept forgetting the events that were happening were unusual and that some of the people I could see and hear no other regular humans in the house could see and hear. I kept thinking the people I was talking to were either guests of Kate or staff and was really confused that when I referred to them, no one knew who I was talking about and looked in the areas I indicated as if there was nothing there. I felt strange but was determined to finally get my interview with Kate and her boyfriend so I could go home, cry, and sleep hard. Shortly thereafter, the interview commenced with Kate and her boyfriend. First, her boyfriend Danny entered the room. He said Kate was still with their guests and would be in shortly to interview me. As he walked into the room, the monk was standing in his way. I watched the monk stand still and watched Danny approach. The monk had an amused look in his eye. I, confused that Danny was rocking, walking right at him, 
almost called out when, at the last second, Danny stumbled around the monk and flopped into a heavily cushioned chair. The monk turned to me and said, he can't see me. I got chills. A spirit looked me in the eye and smiled, amused and delighted that I was beginning to finally grasp the weight of the situation. Only I could see the monk. I looked at Danny. He seemed a little embarrassed that he had stumbled and said he was exhausted. It had been a longer, more exciting day for him than he was expecting. He thanked me for waiting, though he was surprised I had waited so long. I told him it was fine and it hadn't seemed so long and that I had had a nice time talking with and helping his staff, that everyone seemed very kind. The Medical Medium After our interview, Kate said she liked me and wanted to schedule a trial nanny day with her kids that would be arranged through her personal assistant. She also asked me to stay in the entertainment room and wait until her guests from the podcast party had left. I agreed to wait even though all I wanted to do was leave so I could go and cry in my car from the sheer exhaustion of all that had happened. But Kate said it was very important for me to wait out of sight because her special guest was a psychic known as the medical medium. She asked if I had heard of him. I told her I had never heard of him. I joked that I pretty much live under a rock when it comes to celebrity and trendy social media stuff because all I do is work and go to school. And I don't have time or interest to spend on consumer trends and sparkly marketing games to grab you know, the 99% attention and wallet. At the time, I was also of the opinion that most celebrity psychics were frauds. Go figure. She said that her brother had interviewed him for their podcast because some of the family members and friends had had great success following his nutritional advice and had regained their health and well-being. They said that he is guided by a spirit who has taught him how to medically read people and give them advice on how to naturally regain their health. But the drawback of this being his being able to read people is that he can get overwhelmed by meeting too many people at one time and goes essentially snow blind from the overload of information he psychically receives. She said he was already being helped to walk around by his assistant, Whitney, and didn't want to have him totally incapacitated by being exposed to another person, i.e. me. It made sense. I was happy to try and decompress alone before I drove home anyway. I waited for what felt like an eternity, though it was probably only 15 minutes. I was on edge, and I sincerely wanted to leave. I was so tired, and really, I just wanted to cry so I could move through all the emotions I was feeling. I waited a little longer and listened. 
It sounded like the guests had left or at least had moved to the backyard. So I quickly gathered my stuff and moved quietly to the front entryway. As I was putting on my shoes, someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, don't worry, he'll be back. Confused and surprised, I turned around and saw a thin pale man with a goatee and a baseball cap. When our eyes met, he looked surprised as if expecting someone else and then immediately clamped his hands over his ears and started backing away from me. That was it. I had had enough of this strange experience and almost started sobbing at the incredibly bizarre and rude behavior. But then I heard the monk. He was talking to this small man about me, and the small man was trying to block out the monk's words by covering his ears. The reaction wasn't so much to me personally as to the small man feeling overwhelmed by spirit. At that moment, Kate came down the staircase and saw us and said, Oh, I see you've met Anthony, in a way that was obviously annoyed that I had gone against her wishes and had not waited until the guests had left before I had left the entertainment room. Feeling a bit insulted by the sequence of events and more than exhausted and frustrated by the whole situation and my yearning to desire to leave, I was in a state of shock. Still on the edge of tears, I managed to say, Oh, you're Antony. Your friend told me to talk to you. The man who had been covering his ears and backing away from me looked at me in shock. His jaw dropped, and he stopped and lowered his hands from his ears. Seeming surprised and intrigued, he said, What friend? Again, I just wanted the earth to swallow me. I was so worn out and tired of this game. The monk, I wanted to shout, but I kept my voice soft. The monk who is standing behind you and talking about me. What did he say, the man, apparently Antony, the medical median, asked. He said, talk to Antony, he will help you, I responded, while struggling to hold back tears. Again, he looked shocked and whispered, only spirit calls me Antony. He was incredulous that I could see and hear spirit. He asked me to describe the monk and tell him where he was standing. I did, and Antony nodded, saying yes. That is what he remembers spirit looking like, and yes, he mostly hears spirit's voice coming from him on the right side. By this time, the rest of the guests had appeared in the entryway and were watching us. I ended up feeling like a performing monkey for Antony, Kate, and all her friends and family. They were all there for the podcast rap party. Liv Tyler, Miranda Kerr, Goldie Hawn, Oliver Hudson, etc. They kept asking me questions about spirit to test if I could really see and hear him and asking the medical medium to confirm if what I said was true. At one point, Antony and I started talking together, repeating the same thing that Spirit had just said in response 
to one of the, the guest's questions. We both stopped. I apologized, saying to the medical medium that I thought Spirit wanted me to say what he was saying. The medical medium told me, go ahead and say it. I did. The guest turned to the medical medium and asked if that's what he had heard Spirit say. He confirmed it. I'm not going to repeat any of that information. It is private and personal and has to do with a person's medical well-being. It is not part of my discretion to impart any of that information. This is about my experience only. I was in such a state of shock. I kept obliging the request until I almost passed out from utter exhaustion. I, for my part, had had a hard time believing they couldn't see or hear spirit, since other than his mouth not moving when he talked, and the fact he was dressed like a monk, he seemed like a very real human to me. On the brink of passing out, I then started babbling about how I'd always been intuitive and known I was different, but had tried to ignore or turn off that extra sensory ability because it only seemed to make people think I was weird. And I couldn't control it, so I became shy and didn't talk much since I never knew if I was saying more than I should, especially when meeting new people. I was beginning to panic, and spirit started talking again about my physiological state, how I was about to faint. I just started talking louder and louder, trying to hold on to consciousness and drown out Spirit's voice until I snapped. And I looked Spirit in the face and almost shouted at him, scolding him, Will you please not talk while I'm talking? I can hardly think. Everyone's jaws dropped in surprise. There was silence. Kate broke the silence by saying, No one was talking while you were talking. I wanted to cry. I wanted the earth to swallow me. I was so exhausted. I heard him, said the medical medium. I looked at the medical medium and smiled weakly and said, Wow, that's so annoying. And that happens to you all the time. And then I began to fall to the ground. I caught myself on my knees and put my head down between my legs. Kate rushed over to me and told everyone to back off and give me some space to breathe. It was overwhelming and being a normally shy person, I was super embarrassed and determined not to pass out in front of an audience of celebrities and celestials, especially with one of these celebrities being a potential employer. But Kate was kind to me and protected me from the onslaught of questions and requests for me to continue to prove my abilities. She told everyone to stop and to give me some space. 
as she held me up, she told me she used to see spirits but had learned to turn it off when she was a teen. She offered to let me sit in the kitchen and drink some water while I recovered from the shock of it all. On the upside, I got the job. <laughs> but a spirit predicted it was a short-lived because it was right before the pandemic. And he warned me that when the pandemic hit, I would no longer have a job. And when the pandemic was publicly announced, Kate closed her house to everyone but her family. And as for the medical medium, though he said he wanted to talk to me more and had given me his contact information, I never heard from him again either. I've always been spiritually intuitive but had never experienced something so profoundly celestial and publicly exposing. It has been a long, dark night of the soul in which I have struggled to come to terms with this spiritual awakening. So much has happened since and through my seemingly lonely struggles, I have found even though I desire external validation, all paths to re reconnecting to the divine are truly inward. It is worth the effort. And no, you're not alone. You're like drops of water in the cosmic ocean. We are all interconnected and unified. We are all God sparks. And how deeply you connect and acknowledge it in yourself and others is up to you. Please be kind. Treat others how you want to be treated.